John. Merrily. <clears throat> Happy Sunday, yeah? Yeah. It's been Sunday all day. <laughs> Are you raining? Are you raining I, still? Uh, no, it's not raining here. It's just cloudy and cold and, you know, the kind of weather you just want to curl up and go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a good way to end the year. Could be a good way to end the year, maybe. Just sleepy time. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I am going to do that, but I am going to finish the first part of my book so that I can get to the second part. And, oh, my gosh, what a labor of love it is. Good. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what a book should be, a labor of love. Of course. <clears throat> yeah, that's the enjoyment for the author. Well, that's the difference between being a writer and an author, I think. Um, mm -hmm. writers make you know 300 word copy specific to a news story which right. is hard to be a labor of love when you're in journalism at that level it's just right. a job but when you get to write just write for write you know then it's kind of fun even though it's sometimes hard it's fun so it's my position but it's the the difficult part is what makes it worthy. You you made it through that that part, you know. And um, oh, that's the satisfaction of being an author. You are the creator. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a rare. I think it's a rare position to be, and I think we're both lucky mm -hmm. uh, to be able to be um, out there. You know. I mean. We're out there. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of people out there, but we are out there, mm -hmm. and um, we're getting we're getting attention. Uh, and I had a terrific ex uh, exchange this morning. Yeah, with, with who? Um, with um... oh god, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I wonder why I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I turn that yeah. around or what? <clears throat> yeah, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll. Um, uh, it's a brain fade, and which is, of course, what I'm good at. But, um, but she's the gal that I've been talking to. You know who I'm talking about? Um, it's Evelyn, Evelyn Mayton. Okay. Mm -hmm. In uh, North Carolina. Yes. Uh uh, an odd a, a coincidence that you will be f familiar with um, um, she posted on social media a picture of the inside of Deals, Days, or Destiny uh, the page that includes Shakespeare and Company ah. and the relationship with Paris and, and my story with with Aquinas and so on. And she posted that on, she posted both the cover of the book and the picture of the page in the book. Okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Of this thing. While she's doing that, I get a letter from my publicist and my editor who says that the book is now being at that moment is being reviewed by the buyers at Shakespeare and company in Paris. Wonderful. I take Evelyn's picture. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. And I ship it off to the buyers in Paris mm -hmm. at Shakespeare and Company. And so it's it's like it's a 
you know, she essentially generated a commercial for me in social sure. media that sure. will support the decision in Paris. Yeah. Uh, and it all happened simultaneously, yeah. which is another, I mean, <clears throat> even though it's hard to call it superposition because that's an abstraction, but, but it, it, that's the way things kind of happen, you know, I think sometimes. That's the way it's happening right now with this whole story. Yeah, I think so. You know, the magic of so. it has just been, you know, c consistent. Yeah. You know, flowing and we never know what's going to happen. But all of a sudden that next like stepping stone comes up. It's really been just kind of awe-inspiring awe how this is rolling well, out. And the view and the beauty of it, I, for my, for me, because I'm, you know, I'm not a seasoned author in that sense. But, but the beauty of it is, is that it's that you don't expect it and it happens. It's it's almost its own little, well, let's call it a white swan event, you know? Yeah, right. There, it's just it's neat. It's neat. Well, I and, mean, you keep um, saying you're not a seasoned author, but you have written books. You just haven't written a book of this caliber, this this, you know, this magnificent. I don't even know what you call it. It's, just, it's like your own genre. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. Well, thank what you for it? that. My 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 publisher called it a symphony of change. <laughs> I think I'm happy about that. But yeah, I think I think we're on a run. And, right. And I and I you know it's it's hard to be it's really hard to be called. I mean I've been called a lot of stuff in my life, but never author. You know, and um, now people call me author. You know, this is how do you do? This is John LeCasse. Mm -hmm. He's an author. I think, well, you know what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Weird. Just weird. Fun. It's lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lovely. Yes. I use lovely. And some people, there, yeah, some people yeah. understand the gravity of that. And then other people seriously do not. Like, so what? You just wrote a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of disappointing, isn't it? Disappointing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're the author. <laughs> you think, well, wait a minute, you know, how much do you realize what goes into this? Yeah. Yeah, there's um, watching people behave. Obviously, that's what I do. And, you know, this morning at, at the farmer's market, just how people calculate things and the... I don't know what's going on in their mind, lack of awareness. You know, <clears throat> I remember, gosh, maybe it was sometime in November or something. There was an author at Barnes and Noble who was doing a book signing and I don't remember his name, but he, his book was in a comic book form. The whole book was, was glossies with, you know, with a comic book type theme. Mm -hmm. And apparently it was like, you know, like a really good story for humanity and I'll, I'll admit I have not read the book but what I'm saying is I supported that author I was excited about it I said I will take four and I got in line with my four books and I was talking to everybody in in that line going you know when an author shows up for a signing you should definitely get that book mm -hmm. and um, oh my god mm. they were so excited and they went over there good to get the books yeah. You. you never, you. yeah, you never know, you know, where that author is going. Um, maybe the content of the book, but you know, it's just, 
it's one of those special things where you get a signed copy of the book. Later on, you just don't know what, what might happen to the author, where the book's going to go, whatever. But if you have a signed copy, that's special. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's right. It's like it's like buying a, you know, any kind of a of, of an appreciable asset. Right. You know, when it's when it's fresh, when it just when it just enters the market. You know, it's just mm-hmm. another, it's another thing, commodity. You know, you never know where it's going to go. Well, and the value uh, of it. Yeah. Right. It's just the right. value of. Right. Yeah. I don't right. know. I mean, I I I you know I've got some copies of your book. Right. You still have copies? Well, I have two left. Mm, okay. um, so I'm kind of holding those out. And, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I, all the Christmas stuff went out. So, mm-hmm. so now these are, these are kind of holdbacks. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll place them. You know, I know. I mean, one of them is about to go to Spain. That's cool. Yeah, that's so. Cool. <clears throat> Well, like for me, you know, obviously I have your signed books, but I'm going to sign the book. So we'll both be in the book, you know, and Nick has, right. And Nick has a few of our, of your book with both of our signature. And he's got with both of them. Okay. Okay. Sure. Because you sent them to him, didn't you? That's right. right. That's right. So now I'm going to keep, you know, your books with both of our signatures for my children. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever been considered an asset. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just... uh, no, those are for my kids. Hmm. I know where yeah, it's going. Thank you. I know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving any of those out. And that's what I told Nick too. You know, I said, put those away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be coveted as a as a keeper asset. That's really Oh, funny. yeah. Oh, and, good for yeah. you. Make mm-hmm. me feel good for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be one of those books. It'll be like, wait a minute, you got, you got what? Like how? How did that happen? <laughs> you know, it's not often that you have the the signature of the author along with the signature of the protagonist. Yeah. No, I don't think that's gonna be rare. It was very right. rare. Yeah, very rare. Very rare. Speaking of it's, protagonists, what do you think of what I wrote today? Um, you know, <laughs> without giving away too much, yeah, I had to slow down. You know, I had to slow down to read it. I found it. I found it a little difficult to read. Okay. Um, and then, you know, me, I it, it was <laughs> Jacqueline being Jacqueline. <laughs> 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 oh gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, You're I, the. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I thought I, I, was I didn't find myself humorous. laughing on that. Mm. You didn't? I thought it was Mm-mm. funny. Mm-mm. I was, I was um, trying to to follow the intelligence of it first of all. 
I was, that's what I was struggling with. I had to slow down. And then, um, then the personality came out. Jacqueline's personality came out, right? Yeah. And then, um, it's pretty short. So I, I think you pretty well, and then just simply you open the conversation again. But um, yeah, there was a part. Let me see. I'm looking at it right now. There was a part that I was like, wait, am I understanding this correctly? Okay, so I'm the barbarian at the gate, right? Yeah, yeah, you have been from time to time. That's why I wanted to just get rid of it once and for all. I think. Okay. Uh, the interloper. Okay. Um, I know I can't give too much away for whatever all the publisher re reasons, but. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then when you go into the, uh, yeah, God the Son took the story to the street, <laughs> the street influence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's funny for me to read it because. I'm the protagonist. I'm reading this thing, you know, and I'm following yeah. it. I'm following the character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. following the yeah. character. So. Um, I think this is the first time in my, in my uh, reveille of this thing where I'm, where I think you have, you have come pretty much to completion from the transition. Yeah. And I think this is where you take a step. This is where you, for the first time, uh, address Jacqueline. Jacqueline has been addressing you from the, as a sidebar for the last several chapters. This is the first time where you turn around and talk to her directly. Right. And and I think and that's and she and I are pretty tight, and you and <laughs> Kelly are tight. Right. And, um, that's maybe and, what I uh, didn't understand. Can I, can I just read that little part? I also know that our dependence on what comes rests on our capacity to understand your tactical positioning. I did not understand that line. Her position in the Trinity is tactical. Um, Kelly's position is, is, uh, is mathematical and structural in terms of space and time. Uh, and my position is is I, I'm a scribe, and Jacqueline's position is tactical. She's the tactician. That's gonna. She's going to be the one that will be instrumental in how this thing moves forward, uh, mm. based on on her uh, her history with uh, with Awila and frequency and stuff like that. She's the reader of frequency. She knows all that kind of stuff, and so she's going to be the tactician. Mm. And you recognize that, uh, but you also recognize her uh, caustic uh, behavior. Right. And so you give her a little bit of a signal there that, that you recognize who she is and her value, and you're not going to jack her into deep space, at least not yet. Right. So, Jacqueline, I will not carelessly jerk you into deep space. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's a, that's a threat. Well, it's a it's a veiled threat, but the point is she's been banging on you now for four chapters. Yeah, I know. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, she's just willing. I mean, she's been free ranging all over you 
you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is funny. Who she is. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you give her a little bit of a shot backwards. But see, and, okay. Uh, and, you know, it's your story. You're writing it. But in real right. life, I would not have threatened her. I would have waited until it was the last straw. And then I would have carelessly jerked her into deep space. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't threaten. It's just done. Well, okay. I don't know. I, it's uh, my, my, my um, inability to follow the rules, but I, I think <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. um, it reads well. I yeah. mean, in the format it's easier to read in, in a real format than it is just as a copy and text. Right. But um, uh, anyway, I blew yeah. it out pretty fast this morning, but I, I just had that idea. I wanted to, I wanted to get, <clears throat> I got to get you on the table because you're starting to fester, you know? I mean, your, your power is just amping up fast. And mm-hmm. uh, I mm-hmm. want to get that thing rolling. So... Right. Well, okay. So not know. knowing where you're going, you know, what's happening here, but based on that one line, I'm setting her up to not like me even further. Well, you see, this is, I mean, there's, there's a male author here. Um, <laughs> as a, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Who, um, well, I mean, it's, 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 I, maybe I'm writing it, from my, I mean, I am writing from my perspective. Obviously, I am, but I'm writing about women. Yeah. Uh, so I'm almost, you know, I'm almost mapping myself onto the commentary. Um, you know, like you wouldn't threaten her, and I just, and I just did. Well, okay, so um, that's just it, though. Because I'm love. I know you are. I know you are. Um, but but you're you've you've just become kind of sort of human, in a way. Um. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just, I couldn't help myself. The devil made me do it. That's what. I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Gosh, dang. So now you know how it reads like a movie, just right out the the gate. It just does. You're just watching this thing on screen, and um, and then some of the language in there. I was like, oh, what is this reading now? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, the editors may have to pull that out. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just. I'm writing like I talk. Yeah. You know. No, I, I mean, it's fabulous for the most part. The way you talk throughout, you know, this whole 107 chapters so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But I remember when, you know, I was, I sent the, my manuscript to, I forget what publisher it was, but they wanted me to change that F word. Remember that? In one of the stories. Yeah, I do remember that, but I think they were also a Christian, weren't they a Christian publisher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a very secular publisher by comparison. Yeah. Um, they haven't, they have not complained. I mean, they are, they are First Amendment people to the core. Good. Um, so, I mean, I don't expect that's going to be a problem. It may be, we may make a marketing decision at some point that the, that the language might be a little toned down. I know that my editor would love that, um, and and a whole bunch of other stuff she would like if this thing, you know, wasn't quite so secular. But 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 I think it, it has to be demonstrated the way it is because the fact of the matter is is that you're on a roll, you're going. 
I can sense it. I mean, I, I, I can feel it as we speak. I mean, I know what's going on in mm. my head. I roll around at night thinking, you know, somebody's talking to me and I got to write this down. Mm-hmm. So um, what happens is that I, as a male author, I throw some texture in now and then, which is what I did today. Mm-hmm. Um, where I, I put a little bit of a veiled threat between you and Jacqueline. But I just felt that, that she's been so aggressive, uh, you know, toward you. I mean, in a nice way. None of this is anger. I mean, none of this is real threatening anything. It's just it's just conversation, you know. But um, yeah, you but guys. What you've done is you have, you know, drawn a clear line between the pedestrian and the seraphim. Yes. That's what you've done in this chapter. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. But mm-hmm. that's because that's that's how the that's how the misinformation had to get out there. Right. Because in, what happened was they were they were playing back to each other. I think, I think that that the the seraphim was establishing essentially manufacturing the consent of what of the wrong position mm-hmm. by manufacturing it mm-hmm. and then pitching it, yeah. so that for eons of time the whole thing has been haywire and i and i actually believe that i mean i'm not you know i'm not saying anything mm-hmm. i don't disbelieve i'm really and hoping that we don't have to pull a thelma and louise you know when this thing gets published <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you, you and i get our convertible and drive off the exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh here they come <laughs> yeah i don't know We'll see. Well, I think it'll be all right. It will be all right. Be In all the right. end, it'll be all right. Yeah. It's going to be all right. It's going to be a great ride. It'll be a hell of a movie. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. It'll be a hell of a movie. So, well, what else is new? What's going on? Come on. Uh, happy New Year. How are we going to end the year? Yeah, Happy New Year. I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to finish that. And I'm going to feel really damn good about it. <laughs> So I think your technique is incredible. How you what? write that book, your book. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, you, have it's prom- just... you have great organizational skills. No, I don't. Why do you say that? Well, you sound like you do. Hmm. I mean, you really do. I mean, you sound like you're going to do this, you go A, then B, and then C, and then you go back and do A1, A2, A3, and B1, B2. You, you mean as far as a book? No, yeah. you know what? Uh uh-uh. uh. It, it, what happens is it develops. I had no plan. So when I bought these books, you know, because the books that I write in are blank, right? Okay, so yeah. I handwrite the books. Okay. And this one is this huge leather bound, you know, um, what is it? Like paper, like homemade paper type, you know, book with buckles and everything. Yeah. I had no idea what I was put in these books when I bought them. I bought them in Sedona and they've been sitting there and I started on one. That one is still there and it has a purpose, but I haven't gotten back to it. And this book, all of a sudden I was inspired and I just started writing it. Oh my gosh, page after page and every page that I open up, I'm just so in love with, you know, and I just read it and go, ah, yes. Yes, of course that goes in there. Yes. And then, uh, you know, I'm almost to the end. 
which is wonderful because that's the front page. So what you're saying is organized, like I'll go back. I never intended it to be that way, but now it makes sense. Now that I'm at the end, I have the flip side and I can explain my thought process and why I put what I put on the front side. So That's the reader, so I, mean, that, I see that as organization, even though it's even though it's developing, it's at least, you know, it's. Somehow, you know what it a, is, though. It, for me, it's evidence. Everything I do is evidence of my existence. Nothing to me is a money maker. It is a story being told and left behind. I, I yes okay and that's everything about you you feel that's everything. the case yeah I've got I, I mean yeah mm-hmm. I think that's true enough yeah I mean with the game obviously that's out there but with you know the other books the journals like the <laughs> here it is the last day of the year and I had that journal called Terathea you know it's the story of Terathea and I was hoping to be done with it but it it didn't work out that way because they're just wasn't enough like I'm almost there but not yet so I'm almost there it's almost completed and um, I don't know where it's going to end I never did even when I started I had no idea where it would end when the book came to an end the journal and uh, so we'll see how far into 24 it takes me you know but the the odd thing is, John, that you're almost like you are coming to the finish line of this book and that journal is coming to the finish line. And, you know, <laughs> the test material executor is almost done. He's coming to the finish line. It's incredible how it's all coming together at the same time at the same time. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's literally and, a divine story. And related yet unrelated, but all seems to be in unison for some reason. Definitely related. Definitely yeah. related. And it's, it's just, to me, it's unreal. And I, I see it because, you know, just as you are writing this book and it's very, very real and it's going to get published because it's book two, we know it's going to get published. Right. Yeah. I mean, the publisher's already asking for it, so he's chomping at the bit. Right. And those who have read Deals, Danger, Destiny are chomping at the bit. How long do we have to wait? Yeah. You know, yeah. but it's it's a story that can't be rushed. You are literally just weaving this story together that it, it like spans so many timelines and characters and history you know out to the forefront of where we are and where we're going it's so masterful thank you I, I i i agree with you even though it's a lot of accolades coming my way but i agree with you i think i think what's happened is that we've talked about this before a little bit on this podcast but I think that what happened was you and I, like a couple of photons, crashed into the Hadron Collider, you know, for lack of a better metaphor. And and um, it and the, the cosmic reality was that I recognized who you were. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and I'm sure a lot of people recognize you in some fashion, but I recognize you rather specifically as the deity that was developing. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and we're taking this kind of like, you know, sort of left-handed for granted, but it's, but it's true. And, and it's, it's, you know, I mean, like I could be having a conversation with, you know, who knows? I, I think that that's what precipitated the way the book is developing is that I, I'm aware of your story, but I'm aware of your story retrospectively. Um, and in real time at the same time, because I'm, you know, I'm looking at you over an odd span of, of space time. Uh-huh. But I, I think you and I have been there, the two of us. Uh-huh. I think part of what is going on is that, is that I have been your walk around man for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, in a, in a, you know, whatever culture you want to describe that as, I mean, I'm, that's kind of a slang term of walk around man is probably not very charitable but to me but i'm self-effacing in that way anyway so that's good but yeah but to me what that means is that in all of your history all of your life everything that you've experienced you've gone through all your trials your whole story that whole beginning of deal stranger destiny is what makes you qualified to write this story i agree with you it makes you yeah. qualified to recognize me i agree again i mean I, I don't want to be you know i don't want to puff myself up but i agree i think that had to happen if if i had not had the the lives that i've had literally multiple lives i've had mm-hmm. myself uh i i wouldn't have seen you when you flew by mm-hmm. you know but you came to me like a firefly in a dark forest you know mm. wow look at that yeah, it was really, really fascinating, which. And it was quick. It was immediate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've had our, you know, our own ramp up, but, but you're the real deal. And I know you are. And, um, and you're walking outside dimensions and not very many people do that. I'm not, I haven't met one yet. You're the first one I've ever met mm-hmm. that can walk in the outside dimension. And I've been, you know, and I've been academically involved in that for, I don't know when is how much is 1962 to now yeah. that long. Mm-hmm. I've been involved in it that long. I've written more books about it. I've had many interviews about it. I've talked to people. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed some of the most famous NDE people known in the world mm-hmm. right here in my office, sitting in front of me. Um, and, um, uh, you know, on the phone for hours with Evan Alexander from Harvard, mm-hmm. uh, with Kimberly Clark. These are big names in the NDE community. Right. And, um, you know, none of them taught me the way you did. Well, see, and that's just it. All of that experience, knowledge, stories, information that you've taken in, you know, and then obviously I, I come into interview let's say because i came onto your show yeah right then then that's when it began where others who have not had that kind of experience training you know heard the stories etc they wouldn't recognize what they're seeing in front of them no and it's not not to fault them that's just the way it is you know you're a product of your experience 
you know, you're just a product of your experience, and I just happen to have all the experience right. um, to to make this thing work. You know, yeah. it's like it's like I was the. It's kind of like I had a real long conversation with a friend of mine the day before yesterday about AI, who and he's a very accomplished fellow. And he said we shouldn't be afraid of AI. He said AI is the is the composite brain of humanity. We should embrace it because it's 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 like everybody's brain thrown into a bucket. We get to use everybody's brain at the same time. That's exactly what we don't like about it. Well, why though? Yeah, it's artificial. It is artificial. It is artificial. But can we avoid that? And I don't know that we can get away from that, or can we? Or maybe that's your. Position. We didn't have to. We didn't have to go that way. We didn't have to. Oh yes, you no, you're right. I I agree with that. We didn't. But there's a lot of stuff that we haven't didn't do that we did, and we're kind of stuck with AI now. I think. But it was we? a nefarious reason. It wasn't for our benefit. You know, and now they're talking about <laughs> there's no way to claw it back. I was laughing. Oh my God! I watched Goliath last night. Late. Yeah. I was laughing. I thought I all I could see was you. I mean, it was a f- big pharma case, and it was the fourth season, all about big pharma. It was brilliantly done, and the, the award against big pharma was fourteen billion dollars. Mm for a series of stuff that was just amazing, mm-hmm. you know, crookedness with, with, with uh, obviously knowing that drugs were dangerous. It was about yep. a profit motive, profit motive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad yeah, you before, watched that. Before, well, I just, I didn't do it on purpose. I happened to know, I happened to like the people that were involved. And, uh, but I, all of a sudden I kept seeing Mira Lee all over this thing. That this is her story, you know. Wow. This is part of her deal. So I just kept watching it. I want to go to bed. <laughs> I thought, shit, I gotta watch this. And it just got worse and worse. I thought, my God, this is what she's talking about. Right. This is what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and, you um, know, maybe I'm yelling. Maybe I'm just talking too loud. You know, when you say, "Are you yelling at me?" <laughs> I get passionate <laughs> about it. <laughs> Well, I can see where, you know, looking at what happened and what I saw last night, I can see why I can yeah. see why you'd be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I take it more for granted. I don't know. You know, it could be. I mean, I, who knows? But um, well, you know, I think, too, maybe anyone who has lost a loved one because of negligence, when you see truth and what's going on in the medical industry knowing that so many things have a cure and they won't cure you they'll just keep you going until it's over and it's like you son of a bitch you know you you really get mad like how that happened that happened in goliath on the season on the fourth season i mean it Mm -hmm. happened in the courtroom where the attorney uh which is a twist of fate but um managed to expose the whole thing and mm-hmm. um, the, and the law firm who was representing the pharma company actually turned on him too because it became so egregious. Yeah, the whole thing became so egregious that everybody turned on him finally for the for the uh, for the greed, the absolute for no other reason than money. Mm-hmm. Were they were they feeding this stuff to people and making them ill? 
Yeah. Yeah. Or so, or sustaining their problem, throwing mm-hmm. them, a, you know, a, a, a half inflated life preserver, knowing that they could give them the full meal deal, but they mm-hmm. wouldn't do it. Right. They wouldn't do it. And mm-hmm. that's just, uh, that's, I, I completely agree with your position in that regard. And, and um, of course, now I saw it in action with a Holly, you know, full on Hollywood yeah. production, yeah. which is very interesting considering. And I think the people that were with me watching it in the room were surprised at my, whoa, I was, that's what she's talking about. They're saying, what the hell is she talking about? You know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, got my attention. So kid. did you ever, did you ever stop to think anytime while, while watching that, the idea of everything is either love or money? Well, that's all I could think about. Because <laughs> that's, all, that, that's all that was there. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was it was just one was beating up the other, and it was love that was fighting the money. Yep. You know, and uh, I mean, the the lawyer and that you know the the love and the lawyer. The lawyer was a reprobate. Didn't take any money even for the case. Mm. Um, the life is a great series. Every one of the se- seasons takes on a, a big problem. One was was Mulholland Drive. Um, it's a great season, great series. The how, how, anyway. how many seasons are there? I think there's four. Mm. The last season, maybe four or five. So tonight, I think what I'm going to do after I finish my book, I'm going to go back to Succession and I'm going to finish so I can tell you that I finished the whole thing. The one thing that, <laughs> like Peter, he was like, there's no way you made it through to season three already. And I'm thinking... Is it longer on a CD than, you know, like one episode or whatever? You know, am I missing something? I don't know. I don't know. Because it seems like I'm know. caught up. When they talk about certain scenes, what's going on with the different characters and stuff, I watched it. I We could talk about the same thing. So it seems like I've seen the whole thing. We you probably know? have. Unless you okay. want to sleep. I do. I just no. go to sleep. I have mm. to go reach, reach again because I go to sleep. Mm, um, no. It's like a sleeping pill for me watching television. It's a sleeping pill. I go to sleep. Yeah, that's really bad. It's really bad. Because all that nonsense is getting into your subconscious mind. I have, I feel bad. I mean, I, I get angry at myself when I watch television. It's really funny. When <laughs> I get done, it's like, I, it's like I'm cheating. And, I get, and I'm all done and turned off. And I say, shit, you know, why did I, why did I take that two and a half hours out of my life? Why did I do that? Right. You know? The zero value thing. It's like, you know. Exactly. Like, like having dinner. Your dinner is a bottle of beer. No, no, it shouldn't be that. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear that. That's how I feel with social media. If, like, you know, the idea that I never turn on the TV, unless I'm, you know, forced to, because you're telling me to watch this thing. Okay, fine. I'll watch a movie. But I never think to turn on the TV. Never. Yeah. It's yeah. not an option for me. I just don't even think about it. But the damn TV has become what's in my hand. I haven't gotten away from it because, you know, the program is still there in your hand. You're scrolling, scrolling, watching what other people are posting. You've got to watch, you know, this video people send you. And there's so many of them. So you're like, okay, I'll watch that one. I'll watch that one. I got to get away from this. By the time I put my, my phone down, literally, I feel sick. And not only that, but I've noticed that my eyesight from looking at this small screen on my phone, right, that when I pull away from it, 
to see like a bigger span, I can feel the difference in me. I don't like it. I suppose that's, um, yeah, I mean, it got to be your your um, ocular stuff trying to gather up, trying to kind of regenerate themselves to to adjust, huh? Adjust to the bigger picture, maybe? I don't know. Well, um, and to me, it's like they just want you to look here, look here, look here. This small little thing, keep focusing on, you know, on your phone. And think you about watch, it. Do you, watch, f- do you watch the movies on your phone, too? No. Or on, no, or on the screen? No. On the no. TV, yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, but some of these videos are pretty long. You know, the people send you or send me. Yeah, yeah. After a while, it's like I can't watch any more of that. I just can't. I'm not. It's not bringing me any well, value. Well, if it's not bringing you any value, you don't want to bother with it anyway. I mean, you don't have to watch the rest of Succession because I think you should. You know? No, no, I'm not I mean, talking about Succession. I'm talking about like yesterday's conversation. We were talking about um, the speculation of what's happening, and there's so oh, many yeah. videos, right? So oh, many people oh, yeah. talking about it. Oh, they'll drive you crazy for sure. Oh, right. Yeah. And I've got so many people sending me videos, updates, this and that. It's like, I can't just do this all day. <laughs> you no, know? No, no, no. Write a book. Write a book. Write a right. horse. Write a book. Write a book. Write a horse. Mm-hmm. Write a motorcycle. Whatever. Live. Um, live. Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do something yeah. worthwhile that you can be proud of. I would, I, I, I don't know, maybe it was subconscious, but I, put a post on Facebook this morning that uh, it's a, it's a, a four picture collage. It, it, it does automatically for you. And three of the pictures are yachts. Uh-huh. They're underway. They're underway on, on the high seas. And um, that are, that I'm involved with two of them. I'm involved with totally. And I'm thinking, you know, that my, my brain is telling me something, you know, like go outside, go outside. Go mm-hmm. off field stroll. Just go there. Mm-hmm. Sit. Mm-hmm. Pet, pet your boat. You know, mm-hmm. like pet your dog, pet your bicycle, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't get notifications that you put anything on there. I have to actually go look. Only once in a while. You follow not, me? Of course, it's not consistent. Well, that's. It's knows? Facebook. Know. You know what I mean? It's just Facebook. Yeah, that's why it's just. Ugh. I have mixed blessings. I'm mixed feelings about it because today's uh, relationship that I mean today's uh, uh, circumstance. Let me say, with with Evelyn in North Carolina, uh, who has bought the book and she posted a picture of the book that she bought. She bought a picture of my yeah. book. Yeah, I thought that was really kind of her. Mm-hmm. And then I come back with this business that happened between me and her and my editor in the bookstore in Paris. And I'm thinking, damn, you know, none of this would have happened if it weren't for social. I mean, social media is how I got this all tied together. Not that it wouldn't have happened, but, you know, she and I met on Facebook. I wouldn't right. have met this woman in North Carolina without that. You right. and I met on on uh, Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was an immediate charge mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened otherwise. So I can't fault it completely. Right, mm-hmm. but it's it's the it's the dopamine that um, that I shouldn't be seeking all the time, you know. 
or pheromones, whatever they are. I guess cats give pheromones, and dopamine is what makes you feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it does have its place, you know, for whatever reason. It does. It's just 90% of it doesn't. Absolutely most of it, for sure, is yeah. is just drizzle. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just drizzle. Some of it is very effective. Right. But it's not I, giving but, opportunity for anything. No, it's not. Um, it's not. It's it's the. It's almost like. It's not like a trial. I don't know what it is. I uh, mean, for example, on Facebook, when people are posting, you know, their own. It's called face book it is your face in a book this is your timeline your history this is what you want to put and keep order of in your life because you can download the whole thing you could have it made into a book you can do all that stuff but if every post is you know this is my grandchild this is what i ate today you know this is where i am today it's like okay uh and you've got everybody doing the same thing it's yes i i don't know i go i go with fits and starts because i don't know what i'm doing i mean i'll run i'll do a run of pictures of myself like you know because i feel important that day these are pictures of me and this is what i do and ha look at me i'll give you four or five profiles of myself then i won't do that for a while i don't even know why i do that i mean maybe i'm maybe i'm a complete narcissist i don't know uh you know I don't know. I'm a victim of the whole fucking thing. You know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so funny. I, you know, I have to be inspired to put a picture on there. Otherwise, I, I just don't. I don't think about taking pictures of myself. I have. It has to be an occasion. It has to be an absolute, okay, it's time to take a picture, put something on there. Let people know you're still alive. You know, like you're still here around, whatever. Well, I think you're rejecting that because you're so bloody attractive. That you know, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like you feel like you got to be self-effacing just to dumb it down. I mean, a picture of you from any angle in any direction at any time would be perfect. You know it, and I know it. Well, so you don't want to throw that around out there, you know. Hmm. Or maybe yeah. you do. I don't know. I mean, you know, but you're not. I mean, you're not a. You're. This is not Hollywood. You know. Mm-hmm. You're a mother. You know. You're a you're well, a, you're a dog owner. <laughs> Right. I mean, the reality is my own life. I'm I have my face in a book. I'm doing things. You know, I I don't I'm not getting dressed to be in front of the camera so I can show people, you know, here I am again. Here I am. again. I don't need that dopamine hit. Yeah. Obviously not because you're not doing it. No, I don't. Uh, I'm so understated. Like I just. yeah. Yeah. When. All the time. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think about it. I just do it. And it seems to, it's like I'm fishing. It's kind of like I'm fishing. I keep changing the flasher to see mm-hmm. what comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm only there because, because that was a requirement of the publisher. Frankly. Right. Right. You know, the publisher mm-hmm. said, thou will do this and this and this. I said, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And so I did it. That's mm-hmm. why I'm there. I was on Wisdom, that was different. I was recruited to Wisdom. Right. Um, and I, so I went on and did it. That was their recruitment program. But 
But um, no, this all this other stuff is because of the books. And now there's going to be two books and then three books. I mean, the three books are going to come out. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it's, like you don't know what you're doing. I did the post with the game. I've put the I, I've put the game up a lot, mm-hmm. but I but I've never in a post written the trilogy in a post to someone. And I did mm-hmm. yesterday. I did yesterday. So right, I, I read that. I'm, Devlin. I'm, to Evelyn, yeah, mm-hmm. in North Carolina, yeah, yeah. And so and she's the real deal. I mean, she's mm-hmm. the real deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't know. You know, it, it. She understands that it's you need to give back. It's so important to give back. You know, when you get value from anything like when you go out to dinner and you have wonderful food, wonderful service, you know, the ambiance is beautiful. A lot of times you're compelled. I'm compelled. I will leave a review. I will leave them a glowing review and give the love back. And, you know, and, and, you know, conversely, if it's terrible, I literally will tell them, you know, because to me, I feel like I don't know who you are. Behind here, I don't know who you are. I'm not naming you. I'm saying that this is my experience here on this day. This is what happened to me. Now, if I want to give a glowing review, I name the waiter. I tell them exactly who helped me and why it was good and what happened. And uh, it's, it's, you know, helped quite a bit. It's, and it's so much appreciated. So, th- so like with us being authors, if somebody's going to, buy our book, read our book, and gain value or enjoyment from the book, give the love back. Help us out. Yeah. You know, don't stop the energy. No, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Yep. I mean, I don't have to agree or disagree. I just, I just, I do. I, I feel mm-hmm. good about it. It makes you feel good. It mm-hmm. just makes you feel good. Both sides of that transaction feel good. Right. I, I know um, I, probably the one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life was when I was teaching um, post-secondary and uh, and students wrote a bunch of letters about who I was. Right. And I've kept them. You know, I mean, they if I, if I feel low mm-hmm. and I'm looking for something to make me, bring me up, I'll just read my students' letters. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not so bad after all. That's what uh, love is all about. Yeah. You know, it's like, say something, give something. And a lot of times we're just so depleted that we can't give anything. We just can't. I know. Dad. I know. Because you're not I, overflowing. It's, it's, um, it's so simple and yet so overlooked. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so overlooked. It's so we take so much for granted. Right. Um, we just do. And it's such a mistake. And I'm not holding myself out to be good at it. I'm not at all. I'm just, I'm trying. I mean, one of, the, one of the beauties, well, one of the beauties of knowing you is, is how, you know, how it makes your life better. Mm. Um, it just does. I mean, you know, just you personally, your book, and your, how you run your life mm-hmm. is of course, part of, who you are and what you're becoming and you're what you're doing. But yeah, it's, it's true. I'm, it's absolutely true to know you is to become a better person. 
Amen. It's Amen. just true. Thank I you. get it. <laughs> it's to find yourself happy. <laughs> find yourself happy with Merrily. Absolutely. Right. Right. True. It works. It just mm-hmm. works. You know, sometimes yeah. you just need that example. You just need one little thing to go, hmm, I could have done that. You know, like somebody's walking by and you see people like at the market or whatever. You see people walking by the whole time and it's like you just let them go. You just let them go. But if you single somebody out and you go, you, know, you say something about them, all of a sudden they're seen. You, you literally make their day. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And it's so easy. It's so easy. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm there to sign books, but I'm also walking around. I'm also talking to people. I'm, you know, like this one couple, older couple, walking by with their basket to get their, you know, groceries, whatever. And I said, oh, look who's got a longer burger basket. And they looked at me <laughs> like, oh, she knows. <laughs> 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 and it was so cute because in that moment you have a connection. That's right. You know, That's or right. like the new tea guy. He wasn't there last week. And unless somebody goes over there to to say hello and get his samples, let him give you a sample for God's sakes. Take the sample. People go, no, I'm, no, I don't want to give you eye contact. It's like, oh, Lord, I went over there. I welcomed him. I said, what do you got? I like tea. And I let him explain all his teas and let him pour me all the samples. And I you know, I didn't feel any obligation to buy them. I just said, thank you. I love that. That one was really good. This is what I teased here. And just have a conversation, acknowledge him, give him eye contact, say Happy New Year. That's all we want. Just to be seen. And just people love you for it. So, so my question then, knowing fully well that you're correct and that you're right, and it's, it's one of the keys to a happy life, right? Yeah. What is it about us then that causes us to to be so introspective that we don't do any of that stuff, typically? Lack of importance. And we don't see it as being important. No, 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 no. Ourselves. We are. Our we don't feel important value. enough to do it. Right. Our own value. We don't. Our own value. It's it's easy to look at it like we're not interested, right? We're not interested. I'm not interested in the tea. It's easy to see ourselves as invisible. Like he doesn't care if I drink his tea or not. Whatever you know, I'm not even paying attention to him. So there's like this this invisible wall that Let's makes see. us feel, feel, you know, secure that I'm behind the wall. You're not seeing me. But that's because you're not giving your value. You don't know your value, how valuable you are to make somebody's day. You can well, give it away, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, the bread people. Their croissant, all their bread is just so delicious. And I went over there today and I said, you know, let him know how much I appreciate and how delicious and, you know, how much chocolate is in there. And all. so my excitement and my enthusiasm for their delicacies, it was so appreciated. And then when I got the croissants and everything, I pulled out my card. and He goes, oh, I'm so, he goes, we don't take cards, cash only. And I said, oh, shoot, I don't have any cash on me. He goes, don't even worry about it. He goes, bring it next week. That's love. That's love back yep. and forth. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's relationship. Yeah. And then, so I bought three croissants and I bought, you know, and I gave one to Courtney, who is the Pilates girl. And then I gave one to the security guard. She's never even had one. She sits there every week and she's never bought the bread. And I'm like, honey, you're seen. I'm thinking to myself, you are seen. You can do this. I'm going to get you a croissant. <laughs> you're so beautiful. You're just so wonderful. God. I just sit and listen to you for hours. <laughs> you take notes and rearrange my life. <laughs> you know, but it's it's wonderful to just acknowledge people. You know, like like Ryan who sells the waffles. You know, they're you think about it. Well, I don't need waffles. Well, okay, maybe none of us need waffles, but maybe you should listen to him and see what he puts into the waffles and why he put those things into the waffles. And he, this guy's in good shape, totally positive on this road to, you know, personal development and all this. It's like he's a good person to have in your life. Just say hello. Mm -hmm. People yeah. are like, mm, mm, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Yeah, and and so, hmm, go ahead. But I mean, but it's not always successful. I mean, sometimes the, there's the learning there that, like, you know, how did I get in this situation? I guess you just gracefully get out of it. I guess if it's just not working at all. You uh know? you mean like when you're trying to talk to somebody? Yeah, and it turns out to be they're just, you know, almost dangerous. And well, uh, you know what? So it's about perspective. Am I talking at them? I'm talking at them if I'm saying stuff that they're not interested in. You know, that's when you have to realize, wait a minute, pull back and let them talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about right now. For example, I had somebody, come, you know, come up to me and he didn't want to talk about my book. He wanted to talk about he's writing a book. And, you know, he's telling me about what we need in the in the world. And he's talking about all, you know, all, so I just listened. And then he, he asked me how much it costs to publish my book. Yeah. So you were informative for him then? No, I, I never got around to that answer. Okay. Because I was listening. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like if, if somebody just keeps talking, you just listen. And uh, I I don't know just mm. there's a, there's a guy that so we have a thing in Seattle called Real Change, which yeah. is a newspaper of street people of homeless. It's a homeless the street the the newspaper of the homeless. Okay. And uh, that's how these guys make money. These the homeless people sell real change. Uh, like newspaper boys, and uh, I have, and I have a guy that I, I've, I have two of these guys that I've known for a long time that are real change people that I've seen over and over again. And I don't one understand. of them, what is a real well, change? Real change is a newspaper. It's a weekly newspaper. Okay. Small, and these guys are like paper boys for real change. They okay. they buy real change and they resell them and they make a profit. Mm -hmm. And they and they have established territories mm -hmm. where they don't get encroached on and they get permission from the, like in my case, it's been a couple of grocery stores where the real change guy's there and he's just, he's always outside. Well, one of these real change guys has written a book 
And uh, I didn't know that. We talked. And pretty soon I'm talking to his editor. And then I'm talking to his publisher. And he's taking advice from me. And I'm giving advice to him. We're talking back and forth. And then I'm petting his dog. And then I'm in his car. You know? And that never would have happened if I hadn't said, hi, how are you doing? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, you he know, I have, I mean, we, now, whenever I go through the parking lot, he salutes me. I mean, not a military mm-hmm. salute, but a, a nice yeah. hand salute, you know, mm-hmm. like we, we, we acknowledge each other no matter what. If we're in each other's presence, it's an acknowledgement. Isn't that nice? You know? Yeah, it certainly is. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. And it doesn't have to be that way if you ignore it, but it can be that way if you do what you do, what you say, what I'm learning from you. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're right on the money, kid. I don't want to call yeah. you kid. I don't know why I call you kid. You're not a kid, mm-hmm. but you know. Well, yeah, the whole, the whole farmer's market thing is like a learning opportunity for everyone. It's a beautiful thing um, to make friends and then to show how things are done. Like, for example, today again, so there was a couple with the longer burger basket. Then there was this other lady with this bigger woven basket that she put on her back. There was like a backpack, but it was a big open wide mouth. And then she had her baby strapped in front of her and another child. And Courtney goes, God, I love that basket. I just love that basket. And I went up to her and I said, that's a really cool basket. Where did you get that? She said, Etsy. I mean, that's all you need to do. So now Courtney can go get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You don't have to admire from afar. Ask, where did you get it? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why we're so afraid to talk to each other. It's some version of conversational Occam's razor, I guess. You know, get right. right to the point. And then yeah. that person with the basket feels seen. Yeah. You're you're not just moving through trying to conduct business. Like I'm just gonna go get my lettuce. I'm not gonna talk to anybody, you know, and be out of here. No, it's I'm gonna say hi to but you. But but it's okay to feel that way sometimes. You know, uh, to go in and out. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to get my lettuce and I'm out of here. I don't want to talk to anybody right now. I'm too busy. Or is that fair? Or is that not correct? Um, too busy. Me talking? Well, okay. So if you're too busy, right? I mean, I understand if you're like you have to be at a party and you got to go pick up the lettuce for the party. Okay, you got to go. I get it. But if you're if too busy becomes your excuse, not to be nice or cordial or friendly, then no, that doesn't work. You know, I'm too busy. When it comes to Costco, I want to get in and get the heck out. I'm not talking to everybody at Costco. All right. Right? Okay. So that I understand. Now, if there's a road show, not just a little, you know, here's a cheese on a toothpick, but there's actually a road show of some sort, I always say hello Sample it. How are you? Talk to them a little bit. 
I mean, oftentimes I buy it as well. Like, okay, I'll buy your steak butter. Okay, I'll buy the pots and pans. Yes, I need the, what do you call it? The um, the mixer or the, you know, what, what? it's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> you know, and next thing you know, ay, 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 Marilee, I laugh at myself, but it makes me feel good. And the money doesn't matter because you, you sit there and you go, God, I really don't need to spend that right now. I was not planning on that. But somehow or another, it always works out. If you show the universe, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the money. I'm going to make people feel good. And you do that, the money replaces itself. And now you're, you're in a different playground. I've said people know me for my 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 phrase, which is money is renewable resource. Yeah. Um, which I've used for years. And um that's my position uh about money. I mean I I've changed my position over the years about money because I don't like it it's like I used to, but but it's it's it is a renewable resource. It's just a resource. Because right, but... of how we live. Because of how we yeah. live. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, <laughs> Dr. John Lacasse, who deals with, you know, all these different multi-million dollar yachts. I mean, that's different. You know, yeah, it's renewable. What? You're going to go and make more money. Yeah. But we're talking yes. about people who don't have, you know, yacht money. You know, well, it's not. I, it's don't, n- I never talk to them. No, the point. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, point no, no is, I'm kidding. <laughs> when when we don't have yacht money, okay, we're trying to make it from week to week, then it's harder to have the the understanding that it's renewable. Because we see it as it's running out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's well, not yeah. renewable? It's running out and I still have, you know, four days until payday. And I got nothing. So that's it's and you're really saying, and you're saying that's incorrect, but it is a renewable resource. It is a renewable resource. And this is where literally faith comes in to say, uh, where am I right now in this moment? In this moment, like, for example, if, you know, payday's four days away. And you're like, oh, my God, I've got $20 and a $5 in my wallet. Oh, my God. And now, you know, you come to a red light and the homeless man says, you know, can you spare anything? And you're like, no, I'm still I'm stressing out. You've got to have faith in that moment and give them the $5. Just give them the five bucks. Overcome your fear of being without and then push through it. Watch what happens. I swear it's almost instantaneous. It's just, it amazes me. I experienced that whole thing yesterday with things that I, I did not anticipate at all. Renewable, just like that, in, in, a, in an instant. You got to change your mindset. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, with you listening to your zeal, it's hard to deny it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, you take that money and you, you, you throw it out there going, all right, well, I just spent $40 on yogurt. It probably didn't need to do that, you know? And then next thing you know, my, my cash app goes off and I'm like, wait, what? And somebody sent me money at her book, but I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. And then I don't know, something else happens, but then I get a notice from cash app again. So, and I'm like, well, 
it's just going out and it's coming in and then it's going out and it's coming in. And in the meantime, I'm making people happy. Your, um, your relationship with the universe and your fearlessness with the universe, um, Mm -hmm. in, in the context that you're describing is, um, is admirable and enviable and, and not easy for people because they've got such fear and I'm, you know, uh, wow. God bless you for who you are. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, how do I get there from here? How do I become you? <laughs> that's that's the instruction <laughs> and that's that's one of my biggest hurdles i think you know i mean not to gloat or anything but i've heard that a time or two and it's like i've written it in a book i've i've told you who i am and how i am and how i think and everything in the book i'm giving you the key i don't i don't know i think that's too simple i i, I think that I mean, I, I, I understand that. I, yeah. I mean, intellectually, I get it. Okay, I always have. I always have. Because I'm, because I do. I mean, I, I you know, mm-hmm. you and I both have terminal degrees. We, we get it. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but I am still, I don't know. It's, um, it's like I want to believe, you know. I, I know that when I listen to you and when I listen to you talk, like when I've listened to you for the last 15 minutes talk, I mean, it's just inspiring. I just want to get up and go outside and shout at somebody. <laughs> hey, fine. Come on, Here's five I'm bucks. So glad. <laughs> you take all my money. <laughs> so true. But, oh, gosh. You know, but I, it's true enough because I know you have an impact because because of just based on our relationship, I'm doing stuff now where I'm doing it in your, not so much in your honor, but because of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually doing that. And I, I don't, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do that. So like you kind of stop and think for a second, like what would Marilee do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I am not that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming that guy. Yeah. You know, that's, and what, it's just, that's what love oh, does. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, John, you know <laughs> what you're doing here? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's spooky. But that's... you have an impact. You have an enormous impact on people. Well, Me. thank you. I want to really do. I I am a firm believer that once you let love in, you want it because it feels good. It's no different than falling in love, having that first kiss, the first time you're together, what all that stuff that you know you just crave and you want. It's so much bigger than that. And so once you start falling in love, Right. And you let go of the fears and start showing up in your life. The the benefits, the the gifts, the blessings, the unexpected thing, you start to expect I mean, experience a whole different world. And you want more of it. 
Well, um, yep. We're over, huh? Uh, uh, yeah, we are. I haven't been looking at that. Um, uh. I'm just trying to get through the, the, um, I'm just trying to reach some kind of willingness to, to agree with you. Um, I want to agree with you. I want to. I want to. You know, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny is like you have to question what is the resistance? I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's historic in its own way because it has to do with history, but. But, uh, you know, why, why, why bother to resist this woman? She's perfect. You know, <laughs> why bother to resist this? The story's too good. Yeah. Um, and I, and I'm writing about it. I'm writing about you as a person. I'm under, I'm qualified to do that. I know it, all the stuff, you know, but do I go out tonight and do I grab somebody and say, hi, do I, <laughs> do I acknowledge them? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Or do I see them as a jumping spider? I mean, what do I do? Oh, yeah. I um, it's up to me. I get it. It's up to me. Mm-hmm. It's up to me. That's gotta right. Got to do it. I got to do it. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. It feels really good too. Every time it feels really good. I mean, how did you feel when you were giving my book? You know, to both members of the same family. Um, it was wonderful. It was a good decision. Mm-hmm. And and it was in one one and, and you know two of them two people openly started reading it on the spot out loud mm-hmm. and kibitzing with their partners and I thought wow you know it's an immediate thing all you have to do is open it up any page will work any page will work read one paragraph and you're on you've got it you're rolling right you know I have to it's, share something real quick you know the um, one of the guys gave his wife a copy of the book for christmas right so today i said you know so how'd that go over he goes oh my wife opened it up and she turned it over and of course there wasn't anything written on the back and he goes and that's the first thing she does she'll go to the back and then she'll just you know read what's on there and then flip through it and uh i'm listening and and um she reads a couple of things i don't even know what she read but she looks at him said is this a god book like wow wow and he was like you have to read it no it's about love and he goes forget it i'll read it so i'm really excited if he reads it oh man the story is gonna come yeah Isn't that something mm-hmm. yeah you know i i i understand her position why she yeah 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 mm-hmm. i mean her reaction i guess i understand her reaction uh-huh. something Wow. Right. What it told me a whole lot about what goes on in the household. Yeah. Um gosh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe but we should talk about that another time. Yeah. Um what? Well, I mean what goes on in the household. I mean that's a, oh. yeah, that's um that's just damn. You're so you mean you're so thought provoking. It's just awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's, well, I mean, gobsmacked every time I think about you. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> worse and worse. All okay. right. Well, the next time, if we remember, we're going to have to get back to that so we can dive into okay. it. <laughs> okay.
All right. I love right. you. I love you too. I'll see Bye. you. Bye. Bye.